Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Welcome to another edition of Rated Rev. Matter of fact, this is the premier Thursday night live show with your man Rev. But yo, there's, there's, there's nothing better than, than talking about the Buffalo Bills. Absolutely nothing better than talking about the Buffalo Bills. And that's what we're going to do tonight on Thursday Night Live. Guys, look, this is going to be the brand new show for Rated Rev. You can catch me right here on the Buffalo Fanatics YouTube channel, YouTube network, Thursday Night Live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it is going down. So, look, let's go ahead and jump right into the show. All right, right into the show uh, because I've got a lot I want I want to I want to touch on tonight. But if you guys have have noticed, the Buffalo Bills are a great team, right? I mean, the, the, these guys are are extremely well. I mean, uh, we've seen what what's what's happened since Sean McDermott and and Brandon Bean took over the helm, right? They 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 completely turned the entire franchise and the, the, just the organization around in a short period of time, right? We saw what happened in, 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 in uh, 2018, right? They made the playoffs the first year, which was unheard of, breaking the drought with a team that really wasn't all that good, right? I mean, they, they, they had some talent, but they weren't nowhere near what they are now, right? And then so you look at what happened as, as the years progressed and Sean McDermott kept on talking about trust in the process, trust in the process, and and, and, man, you know, Josh Allen, ladies and gentlemen, Josh Allen came onto the scene to the Buffalo Bills in that draft class. And it's been it's, it's, it's been a steady incline ever since Josh Allen came to the team. And we know what happened a couple of years ago. The Buffalo Bills, after coming off of a playoff appearance against the Houston Texans um, in a heartbreaking loss in the, in, the, in the wild card round, we know what happened, right? All of a sudden, Josh Allen went absolutely nuclear. He came on the scene and just lit it up in 2020, right? To the, to the degree to where the Buffalo Bills were almost unstoppable. I think what we finished with 13-3 and three that year, 13-3 and three that year, got to the playoffs and were just beating the brakes off of everybody all the way to the AFC Championship game. Nobody expected it. I didn't expect it. If you expected it, you're lying. I, I don't believe you. But I, nobody expected the Bills to make the kind of leap that they did, especially Josh Allen. That type of ascent, that type of leap was unheard of and is still unheard of to this day. They just blew up on the scene in 2020. AFC Championship game. Lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. We understand what happened, right? Then you fast forward to 2021, right, after that year. The Bills were getting a lot of hype. They were getting a lot of hype. And then so we go into 2021, and everybody's thinking, look, look, yo, the Bills, we have to, after coming off of that year where it was AFC Championship game, the Bills, could it be possible that the Buffalo Bills are a Super Bowl contending team? Like, like that was almost, 
it, it was almost difficult for people to even say that, right? But after that type of year that they had against the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, I mean, you couldn't deny it, right? I mean, people want, all right, was it a one-year thing? Was it a fling? So then last year, Bills came back. We know what happened, right? They just, they, 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 they had a little, some little hiccups throughout the season. And then they got back on track. Josh Allen had another phenomenal year, another MVP caliber year. They got into the playoffs, and it was bananas, right? Bananas. Beat the living daylights out of the Patriots, which I absolutely loved. The perfect playoff game, right? The perfect game. No point game. Blew them out the water. Blew them out the water. Loved it. We see Fitzpatrick. Shout out to my man Ryan Fitzpatrick in there in, in, in the stadium just shirtless, all the taco meat showing, you know what I'm saying? Just just cheering for the Buffalo Bills while he was still a member of the Washington Commanders, which I, I respect. I love it. Buffalo through and through to my man Fitzpatrick. And then we go into the divisional round, which was one of, if not the best playoff performances, playoff games that we have seen in recent history. That was the Super Bowl for me. And I think a lot of people will agree that that game was the Super Bowl. Look, Pierre, you're lying, P. Look, Pierre talking about, yo, it was expected. He didn't, you didn't expect it. No, you didn't. No, you know you didn't. I'm calling you bluff. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so that game, we went toe-to-toe, blow for blow with, with, with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. It was like Ali Frazier. Right, that that match was phenomenal. Absolutely loved it, and we know what happened. The 13 seconds, it was it it was what it was, but that game was so incredible on such a huge stage. All eyes watching the Bills and Josh Allen go toe to toe, right with Mahomes. They won the game. You can't tell me any different. The Bills won that game. They should have won that game. I put it that way. Uh, uh, that was just ridiculous, right? Ridiculous game. Had the entire national media just their heads spinning, like what in the world did we just witness right now? There can't be a, a better game uh, in the playoffs. I don't care who matches up with who in in, in the Super Bowl. You're not going to beat find another matchup and another game as good as that one was. And so, at the conclusion though of the year, after that game, after the Super Bowl, Rams won the Super Bowl. All of a sudden, all of a sudden. The Buffalo Bills started getting an incredible amount of hype. An incredible amount of hype. I mean, off the rip, the Bills, after the conclusion of that season, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the Bills are in some serious conversations with the the national media is having some serious conversations about the Buffalo Bills, how good they are, how good they can be. What can they do this year in 2022? But my question though, my question is, is it too much hype? Is it too much hype? Huh? Is it too much hype? Have the Bills been given too much hype coming into the 2022 NFL season? I'm with you, Chop. I'm with you, Chop 50. I'm with you, man. Look, look. All the hype makes me nervous. And and, and listen, listen. Let, let, me, let me say it like this. Look, I'm not saying this to, to make any of us afraid of the fact that we have a good team, okay? That's not what I'm saying at all. 
Um, there comes a point in time when, you know, you just have to accept the fact that, you know what, the Bills are a good team. Just, just accept it. And I'm not saying that the Bills are not a good team. But what I'm just, I'm just posing this question, though. Have we been given too much hype? Think about it. Think about the hype that's been going on. You, 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 look, you look right now. NFL power rankings. The Buffalo Bills, by and large, are ranked number one entering the season. Power rankings, you see, you, see, you see the Buffalo Bills, number one, the number one team entering the season. You've got other rankings. You've got, you've got, you've got betting favorites. When you go on betting apps and stuff like that, you, you look it up. The Bills are the betting favorites to go 17-0, which is ridiculous. Like, like they're betting favorites about the Buffalo Bills being like the favorite in every single game this year. Every single game favored there's not one game on the schedule where the buffalo bills are the underdog and on top of that the schedule has gotten a lot more difficult so how in the world are the buffalo bills all of a sudden the favorites to win you mean tell me they're gonna go 17 and 0 you know what i'm saying look look anything is possible but i'm just asking a question is it too much hype the bills are the heavy favorites to win the super bowl you look you look across the landscape of the nfl Who's a who's the Super Bowl uh, uh, favorites? The Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, as great as we know he is, he is right now plus seven hundred to win the MVP. His odds plus seven hundred to win the MVP. Look, where is all of this hype coming from? Look, I talked about it last night on the smoke break with, with Zbot. We 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 kind of we kind of touched on it a little bit. Where is it coming from? And, like, is it warranted? Is it warranted? Is it warranted? Is all of this hype warranted? I, I get the national media talking about the Bills and, and the conversation with one of the, one, of, one of the best teams in the league, you know, um, you know, top five team in the NFL, you know, watch out for the Bills. They could do some, some – so they can make some, some damage, make some noise in the, in the league. I get that, right? But when you're talking about the top dog in, in, in power rankings, when you're talking about – uh, betting favorites to 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 win every single game, not an underdog in one game. And you're talking about uh, the Bills as, as heavy favorites to win the Super Bowl. And we talk about Josh Allen plus 700 odds to win the MVP. When you when you talk about all of these these these, these all of this hype, is it warranted? Am I am, am, and, and I'm asking you this this question because I'm like, where's it coming from? Where's it coming from? What have the Buffalo Bills? I'm gonna step on some toes right now, okay? But it's all good. And I'm just, I'm just posing a question. I'm just posing a question. Look, I'm not hating on my Bills. I love them. I love them like, like everybody else does. I'm just wanting to know where this is coming from. What have they done to warrant this type of hype? What have they done? Huh? What have they done? You said, look, look, uh, yeah, Bobby, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we take it, we taking it this year, okay? <laughs> all right, all right, hey, hey, man, hey, I ain't mad at it, okay? I ain't mad at it. Yeah, we we just we just might, we just might. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. Jack me says I want a Super Bowl win before I die. No doubt. So do I, Jack. So do I. But I'm I'm, I'm just curious, like like where is all of this hype coming from? You know what I'm saying? Where is it coming from? What have the Bills done? I can understand the Buccaneers, right? Tom Brady, the GOAT, 
They won a Super Bowl. The GOAT comes back. Who's in the NFC that's really going to compete against them? I get it, right? I get the Rams, defending Super Bowl champions, right? I get them. They just won a Super Bowl. Had a great season. Had a great playoff run. Won a Super Bowl. Aaron Donald, one of the greatest of all time at his position. I get it. Who else? The Chiefs. Oh, come on. How, how many AFC Championship games have they, have, have they been in, in, in a row? Two Super Bowl appearances, one victory. I mean, that's Pat, Pat Mahomes, right? One of, one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League right now. I get that. Aaron Rodgers. You want to throw Aaron Rodgers in? You know what I'm saying? Just, I mean, just for name rec. I, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I get it. But, 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 but the Bills, like, like, where are they getting this type of hype from, though? This type of hype. The Bills, yeah. 2020 AFC Championship game. Got it. Lost. Last year, phenomenal wild card game against the Patriots. The perfect game. No punt. Completely obliterated the Patriots, right? They made amends in the regular season. They beat them the second match in the regular season. And then they came up and just just, just beat the brakes off of them um, in the playoffs. I get it. But that was a wild card game, okay? Then we go into the divisional round again with our arch nemesis, the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs. Had a great game. Great game against them but choked in the last 13 seconds. I mean, let's just keep it real. Let's just keep it real. The Bills' defense choked in the last 13 seconds. The defense, now, I'm not going to say the offense. The defense did it. Josh Allen did everything he could to win that game. Offense did everything they could. Defense choked 13 seconds. Call it um, the coaches, players, it doesn't matter. They choked 13 seconds. Overtime came. Defense could not make a stop. Choked. Lost the game. As great as of a game as it was, they lost. They lost. They came up one game short than what they did in 2020. And so now, entering this offseason, and, and, and as we approach the regular season, all of this hype, all of this talk about the Buffalo Bills as a Super Bowl favorites, as a betting favorites to go 17-0, and 0, no underdog games, Josh Allen plus 700. All, like, where is it coming from? Honestly, Mafia, let me know. Maybe maybe I'm being a little too critical, but I'm just trying to see, like, like, like normally there would have to be some type of merit, right? Some type of thing that would justify that type of uh, hype. What they have done, have they won anything legitimate, right? Not, not necessarily. That, maybe that's the wrong word. But they, I mean, come on now. R really? I'm just saying I think we need to pump the brakes just a little bit. As, as good as the bills are, I think we need to pump the brakes just a little bit. And, and yo, speaking of pumping the brakes, I'm not going to pump the brakes on this man right here. My man, Jeff King, coming through with the super chat. Yo, Jeff, yo, if I could have had a bell, if I had something, yo, shout out Jeff King, my man coming through. And he says, look, I have always liked them as the underdog and the disrespected. Puts that chip on the shoulder to say, okay, mf -er, let's dance. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we're going to make some waves. Preach it. My room is booked for parade day. Counting on it. Look, Jeff. I'm with you, man. I, I love when the Bills are the underdog. I've loved it, but, you know, maybe it's because um, we've, 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 we haven't won in so long, right? I mean, since the drought, I mean, 17 years, I mean, you know what I'm saying? And so when the Bills started, started to getting good, it was like, yo, just keep us under the radar because it's almost like maybe we didn't know how to handle it, how to, how to take that type of, uh, that type of ascent, right? 
um, having a good organization, a good team, but we just probably didn't know how to how to handle it. But I think the Bills played better like that. Okay, but now the Bills are the hunted now. Okay, teams are coming after them. Teams are coming after the Buffalo Bills, and and they're getting hyped up like crazy. I just don't, I just don't get it. I I, don't, I, I just don't get it. Now I'm, I'm a look. When the regular season starts, I'm going to be right there with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Right there with everybody. Talking about, yo, Bills are going to be, and I'm probably going to be like like super uber homer. Like, Bills are going to be beating the brakes off of everybody. That's probably what's going to happen. I ain't going to cap, okay? But right now, as I'm looking at it, I think, I think we just need to temper some things down a little bit. It's not to say that we don't need to have certain expectations and believe that we are a great team. But I'm just simply just, play, call it playing devil's advocate. Like, where is this coming from? You know what I'm saying, guys? Like, where is this coming from? Like, why, why the hype? Let's look at last year. All right, let's 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 look at some things. Maybe you're like, Rev, you are tripping. You're tripping, fam. You're tripping. All right, let's see. Last year, 2021, the Buffalo Bills had the 10th easiest strength of schedule. The 10th easiest one. The 10th easiest strength of schedule last year okay if that's not enough let's let's keep on looking all right the defensive opponents rankings all right so the offense all right let's let's look bills won 12 games last year including playoff right of those 12 wins four out of the 12 wins including the playoffs the buffalo bills faced a team that was in the top 10 defense let, let, let me say that again Four out of 12 wins last year, including playoffs, the Bills' offense faced a top 10 defense. Four. Four out of the 12 wins, they only faced they, they faced a top 10 defense. The remaining eight wins that the Buffalo Bills had last year were against defenses ranked 16th and lower. 16th and lower. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, you guys know. Come on. Don't you sit there and look at me with that tone of voice. I know for a fact that I'm not the only one last year when everybody was talking about the Bills defense and how and how great they were. Weren't sitting here looking at, yeah, but look at the schedule. Look at who these guys have been facing. The defense last year faced five playoff teams. Five. Okay. Five playoff teams. We know who they were, right? We're in five playoff quarterbacks, too. Mac Jones, right? Which, yeah. Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. Big Ben and the Steelers. Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady. Okay? Now, the regular season record against those teams were two and four. Two and four. But if you want to include playoffs, the record was three and five against those teams who were playoff teams. Now, look. Look. I'm, all I'm saying... All, all I am saying here is we need to just calm down a little bit, okay? We need to calm down a little bit, pump the brakes, okay? And let's see it play out, okay? Let's just watch it play out because, look, man, look, I know for a fact that the Bills are going to be a team to be reckoned with, but – 
Super Bowl winning favorites, seventeen and zero. You know, like like I think I think this is just a little bit too much. Okay, just a little bit too much. And I and I think what's going to happen is, and what could happen is, we start drinking our Kool Aid a little bit too much. You know what I'm saying? We start drinking our Kool Aid a little bit too much. You know, let me see Pierre jumping in talking about oh Rev, oh oh Rev, <laughs> you know, oh Rev, serious. I thought this was a setup question. He really think that we not that team. Don't make me dust the camera off and hop on. But look, hey Pierre, you hop on whenever you want to, my brother. You hop on whenever you want to. I'm not saying that the Bills are not that team. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is where is this hype come? Where is this type of hype coming from? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, wh- where is it coming from? That's all I'm asking. That, that, that's all I, that is all I am asking. Okay. And we look at, we, we, we know what, we know, we know who they faced last year. Okay. It was a cupcake schedule. Let's, can we just be real guys, right? Last year was a cupcake schedule and I get it. You only play the teams who were on your schedule. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But then we struggled. There was a stretch in that season where we struggled against some bottom feeder teams. For real. Okay. So now I get it. This year is a new year, brand new leaf, brand new year. We got new players. How is everything going to look now? How is it going to look as we enter into this season? Well, I I can tell you one thing, you know, you're looking at the schedule. It ain't going to be cupcake. It's not going to be cupcake. We've got this year, man, we've got a quarterback gauntlet that the Bills defense now has to face. Okay, a quarterback last year, they didn't face anybody, Harley, anybody, right? No, no quarterback really to 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 be concerned about nobody outside of Tom Brady. Right. And Pat Mahomes. That was really it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So but now this year, though, this year, the Buffalo Bills have a gauntlet that they have to face. A gauntlet. You look, Jason, all right. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Jason. Jason said, yo, Rev, all the hype came after F.A. and the draft. Exactly. That's exactly where it came from. Uh, I think. I think coupled with 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 the way they ended last year and against the Chiefs. And then you throw in what happened in free agency when the Bills landed uh, uh, Von Miller. I think that just that just took it to a whole nother level. And then the draft. Yeah, the Bills Bills had 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 a. Had a good draft with Kyrie Elam in the first round, but and, and then James Cook. So I, I I get I get to a degree like where it came from. I just don't I just don't necessarily think I agree with it. I just don't think I agree with it. You said uh Big Baller Bain said we still held the number one defense and it only got better. Okay. Yeah, I mean the defense got better on paper, right? On paper. And we're gonna see, and we're and we're gonna talk, and we're gonna talk more and more about that here uh, uh, coming up. So so hold on to that to that to that because I really want to know how just how good this defense really is gonna be um, coming into this year. Um, we we uh, we've got a gauntlet, okay. We have got a gauntlet of quarterbacks that we have to face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing at my man Scott Blake. <laughs> He's talking. About, He's like, we breaking the fence, seventy two record, mafia. <laughs> Hey, if you let the you let hey, you let you let the, the 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 betting odds, you let all them, you let all them tell it. Bills are going 17 and 0. They're going, they're going 17 and 0, man. So look, hey, maybe I, I could be wrong. And, and just let me say this. I am going to be right here for it. If the Buffalo Bills happen to wax that tail and happens to just 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 beat the brakes off of everybody and they go undefeated, I'm gonna be right there. I'm not even gonna cap, no cap. I'm gonna be right there. But I'm just saying I didn't expect it to happen. 
That's all I'm saying. Who else? All right, let me let me check out in the chat because we got some people popping off in the chat talking about uh, where this is coming from, where this hype is coming from. Let me see. Yo, Pierre. Pierre says, look, the kingpin. It's coming from Josh Allen developing to the most dangerous quarterback to play the position. Once he had the perfect game, he came back with an even better performance to max out his confidence bar. I can't even argue with that. I can't argue with it. Um, but they still lost, right? They, they still lost against their arch nemesis. They still lost against the Kansas City Chiefs, against the team that they cannot, they cannot get past in the playoffs. When it matters, that's the team that they have not been able to get past. And so until that happens, until that, I can't, I can't say, yo, the Bills are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm looking at, I look at the Chiefs. Why not? Bill, we haven't beaten them in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, yeah, that was a great game, but we haven't, we didn't beat them. So, I mean, we'll see. And, and granted, granted, this year, this year is going to be different, right? Because they don't have Tyreek Hill. Thank God. They don't have Tyreek Hill. Juju Smith, good player. He ain't Tyreek Hill. MVS, decent player. Ain't nowhere near Tyreek Hill. Sky Moore, rookie. Okay, so they have some questions that they need to answer themselves. But they got Pat Mahomes. They got Andy Reid. They got Travis Kelsey. So I'm still not... I'm, I'm not writing the Chiefs off at all. Until we beat them in the playoffs, I can't sit here and say that we're favored over them. I just can't do it. As much as the fan in me wants to say it, as much as a fan in me wants to say it, I just don't think that I can really get to that point uh, right now. Okay? I can't. Yeah, Alan, I'm with you, man. Yo, we have to stay humble and hungry. No, no doubt. No, and I think that's what – I think the team is, is going to be there, right? I think the team is there. Right. And uh, I don't think that that um, Sean McDermott is going to let these guys get too high or get too low. He's going to keep them even kill, you know, and uh, the team is going to is, is, is going to be even kill all the way through. Right. All the way through. But we're, we're going to see. We're going to find out, especially now when you look at the schedule, because the, the, this 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 bill's um, schedule is, is, is a lot tougher than it was last year. Like if, if there was a year and you guys know it. That's what I don't understand is you guys know if there was a year, a window, an opportunity, a moment for the Bills to really make it to the Super Bowl, it was last year. I'm not I'm not writing them off this year at all. But what I'm saying is when you when you when you add all the factors, right, you, you look at the ascent, the ascent of Josh Allen, right, coming in out off, off of that breakout year. Right. Um, in 2020, he has another MVP caliber year last year. On top of that, the Bills have a cake schedule. The 10th easiest schedule last year. As we were going off of that schedule, we were like, look, W, 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 like, where were the Bills going to lose, right? They didn't play nobody. What quarterbacks did they play? Absolutely nobody. So last year was there for the taking. And then we had a trap game like the Jacksonville Jaguars where we just poo-pooed the bed. Like, what was that about? You know what I'm saying? Losing games that we shouldn't have lost, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was, it was ridiculous. Um, losing against the Patriots in that, in that crazy game, weather game. Call it y'all on the weather, whatever you want to do. Come on, man, that game was ridiculous. And then getting the brakes beat off of us by the Colts. I know this was last year. I get it, but all I'm saying is, 
if there was a time for us to really, really capitalize on it, it was last year because the schedule was very easy. It was very easy. But now this year is getting a lot more challenging. A lot more challenging. Okay. So now let's look at this, this gauntlet that we have to face. Okay. It ain't, it's, 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 it's going to be challenging, guys. It's going to be challenging, no doubt. No doubt. All right. Week one, off the rip. Week one, off the rip. We've got Matthew Stafford in the defending Super Bowl champion. Rams. Okay. Where would you rank Matthew Stafford in the quarterback rankings this year? I mean, where, where, where would you rank him? Is he top five or top ten? Look, I, I think, you know, Stafford, top ten, right? Top ten quarterback in the, in the league right now. Top ten, okay? We've got him to deal with. Week one at his home in L.A. You don't think that the Rams are, are, are not going to be up for this defending the, the, the title. Now they've made some changes too, right? They lost Robert Woods. They lost Von Miller. No doubt. They got, they got, uh, Allen Robinson. They got, uh, you know, uh, uh, was it Bobby Wagner? They got him. Um, so the, so the team, I think the team is still going to be very good. Okay. We can't sleep on them. I'm actually excited about this game. I'm extremely excited about this game, but what I'm saying is the defense now is it has to, has to face, against a top quarterback, a top 10 quarterback, okay? Matthew Stafford, week one. Bobby's a top three statistically. Yo, hold on a second. Hold on. Stafford, top three statistically. Look. Look, there's no doubt. I mean, whether you want to put him top five or top 10, look, he's up there, right? And so so the defense has to face that guy. They didn't face anybody like that last year except for Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady, all right? Let's keep it moving. Number two, week four against Lamar Jackson. Don't you guys even do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, I can already feel it. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. Don't say Lamar Jackson is nothing to be concerned about. He is, we, we've beaten him before. He's a running quarterback. Don't, don't disrespect my man, uh, Lamar Jackson, like that. Don't do it, okay? I think we have recency bias, right? Like last year, I think everybody kind of forgotten about the Ravens because they had they got decimated by injury. The entire team that that it was almost like somebody had a voodoo doll and was just was just putting pins throughout the entire Ravens. I don't understand. I have never seen that before. And it, almost the entire team was on IR. Ridiculous, ridiculous. And because of that, the Ravens didn't make the playoffs, and people just kind of forgotten about the Ravens. But they are healthy. Okay, they had a phenomenal draft, phenomenal draft, as they typically do. Lamar Jackson coming back, coming back. All right. The Bills have to face Lamar Jackson again. He's always a tough, look, he's a tough, look, he's a tough guy to defend. It, It takes everything to defend Lamar Jackson, you have to be on your P's and Q's, man. You cannot let this guy break contain. You can't break cont- You can't let him break containment. You have to watch him. You have to. Lamar Jackson is still that dude. Don't sleep on Lamar. J- Y'all got to fire me up, man. On Lamar Jackson, I love Lamar Jackson. Okay, I love him. Shout out Ravens flock. I do. I do. I, do. I love him. So, so we've got to face him. Number two. All right, and and look, look, 
Man, look, I can't I can't go any further without this. Jeff King in the building again. My man, Jeff King coming in with another super chat. Jeff, what would you rather have, Rev, to make it through this gauntlet of the best of the best or an easy pass? When they win it, which will be this year, there will be no doubt. The best of the best. Everything happens for a reason, my friend. Best of the best. No passes. No doubt, Jeff. Absolutely no doubt. It's, 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 it, it will most definitely make it all the more better if we win it all like that, right? Knowing who we have to face this year, it would be just like the Buffalo Bills, right? To have to face this type of adversity in order to get what we've been striving for since the 90s Bills, right? I mean, we haven't even, I mean, just, I'm, I'm talking about just, just to get to the Super Bowl again, right? So, yeah, it would make it all the more better. And it would be like, like nobody could be like, well, you guys, you know, only got it because, you know, you had a cupcake schedule. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I get that. I get it. And shout out to my man, Jeff King, again, for your, for your phenomenal donation, man. Look, much love, Jeff. Much love. Look, I agree with that. And, I, and I'm saying that we have to watch out. This year is not a look last year. Because of the schedule, we could almost afford to have a little lull in the season, right? Okay, we can have a stretch in the season where we kind of like, ah, uh, kind of are, 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 you know, getting our bearings straight, kind of figure things out, right? And we did that last year, right? We did that. Jacksonville Jaguars, we lost that game. You know, there was a stretch in, in the season where it was like, what is going on, right? But it even got so difficult and so nerve-wracking to where at the end of the year, we're talking about, look, are the Bills even going to make the playoffs? Are they even going to make the playoffs? Because they had dug themselves into such a hole, it was extremely difficult for them to dig it out. And they, they did it. And in the, in the final stretch of the season, I think that like the last quarter of the, of the season, of maybe the final four games, and then also because the Patriots went on a, a losing streak that just kind of helped the Bills, right? And they won the division. This year, we cannot do that. We cannot do that this year, man. There is absolutely no way, no way. You you show me you you show me. All right, maybe I'm tripping, but show me in the schedule where the Bills can be like, uh -uh. all right, right here we can probably take take off. You know what I'm saying? Or we can afford to lose. We can't. We cannot. Week four, Lamar Jackson. Okay, off of it. And I'm just talking about quarterbacks. I'm not even talking about teams that that give us fits like week two against the Titans. We still haven't been able to beat that team in the regular season, let alone play. We haven't matched them in the, in the playoffs, but regular, we can't get past those guys. All right, but I'm just talking about quarterbacks because I'm not afraid of Ryan Tannehill, okay? He, do, he does not concern me at all, but I digress. So week one, Matthew Stafford. Week four, Lamar Jackson, okay? And then we go week eight against Aaron Rodgers in Buffalo. Aaron Rodgers, man. Aaron stinking Rodgers. Okay. Am I concerned about Rodgers? No. Um, not really. I, res I highly respect him, but what I'm saying is that that dude is phenomenal. And I get it. He doesn't have Devontae Adams anymore. He doesn't have MVS. He's dealing with Sammy Watkins. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sammy Watkins. Um, who else do they got? Amari Rodgers. I don't know. But Aaron Rodgers is one of the goats, and, and he can make it happen with anybody. 
but it's going to be challenging for them, right? It's, no, no doubt. But he's still Aaron Rodgers. It's still Aaron Rodgers. We have to face him week eight, all right? Then week 10. Week 10 rolls around, and I know you guys, look, you guys can be like, Rev, are you out of your mind? Yes, I may be. But week 10 against Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. Don't sleep on Kirk Cousins. Somebody in the somebody in the chat, dude, this put up his stats, man. Somebody, I think Bobby even can, can can drop it off the rip. Kirk Cousins is no slouch. You see, I get it, see, because we, we've been so used to these, 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 the this new breed of quarterback, right? Like Josh Allen's and the Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, the guys who can run around. But Kirk Cousins has been very good for a long time. A long time. On top of that, on top of that, he has phenomenal weapons. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. You know what I'm saying? So we can't sleep. We can we we cannot sleep on Kirk Cousins. We absolutely cannot sleep on Kirk Cousins. And and and, and another person that we cannot sleep on is my man Scott Blakey coming through. Scott Blakely coming through with the super chat. Yo, he says, Rev, I am a non-delusional 50-year fan. Last year's 13 seconds, Jacksonville lost and some bad golf. <laughs> Positions of no loss season. It's happening, my friend. It's happening. Look, Scott, yo, I appreciate your super chat, my man. Appreciate your donation and your love and support. Look, I agree with you, man. Look, look, this year, man, look, it's, it's, look, it's highly possible that it's happening this year. We'll see it. I thought it was going to be last year. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. I'm not jumping off the bandwagon. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just saying that we probably just need to have a look. This I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a a, a Sean McDermottism. All right, we a Sean McDermottism. That's right. I said it. It's a real word. Look it up. We need to have a healthy respect for our opponents. Okay, we do. We don't need to be drinking all the Kool Aid, all the process juice, and just being completely drunk off the process juice. Right. To where we just think that, man, yo, the Buffalo Bills are going to go 17-0 this year. We're going to, you know what I'm saying? Look, I get it. We're a very good team. But I'm just saying this year is going to be different. It's going to be different, all right? It's going to be challenging this year, no doubt. And I'm up for it. I'm up for the challenge, okay? So we've got Matthew Stafford week one, uh, week four, Lamar Jackson, week six. Week six. Oh, yo, I completely skipped. How did I do that? Week six, Pat Mahomes before Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Stafford, Jackson, Mahomes, Rodgers, the bye week. Okay, right. Come back, Kurt Cousins. Okay, Kurt Cousins. Then after that, I'm with you, Hunter Stack. I'm with you, man. One game at a time. One game. Yeah, I feel you. One game at a time. Okay, that's how we, that's how we have to take it. But it's still going to be a challenging season. And then week 11, which is to be determined because we're playing against the Cleveland Browns. We don't know what's happening in Cleveland. I have no clue what's going to happen. All right. What is this Sean Watson going to play? I spoke on it last, last night on the smoke break. I don't think, I don't think he's going to see the season. I, I don't think so. But it wouldn't surprise me if the NFL drops the ball, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and gives him like a little six to eight game suspension and lets him come back. If that's the case, he's back week 11. He's playing against the Bills. We'll see. Okay. But if Deshaun Watson plays, if he plays, don't think that dude is, is all of a sudden falling off. Okay. He's still a good, he's still a good player. All right. 
And then we close up the regular season week 17 against Joe Burr, Joe Burrow. Okay. And the Cincinnati Bengals, right? The uh, AFC uh, representatives in the Super Bowl. And they've got talent. They got talent. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. And they got a revamped offensive line. So now hopefully, you know, well, not hopefully, but for them, I guess, um, Joe Burrow's going to stay on his feet. He's not going to be the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. So that's a, that, yo, that's a gauntlet. And that's just quarterbacks. I'm not even talking about matchups, right, against teams that we just don't match up well against. So I'm just saying, like, like we may need to pump the brakes just a little bit, have a healthy respect for our opponent, right, and find out how we're going to fare against these teams. But make no mistake about it, guys. Make, make absolutely no mistake about it. The Bills are that team. We are. We are. We, we're, we're that team. We are the team to be reckoned with. Okay, no doubt about it. But I'm just saying, Super Bowl odds, undefeated, all of that, you know, you know, may, maybe, we'll see. We'll see what happens until we play the games, all right? But, yo, let's keep it moving. All right, moving on um, until the next part of the show. Yo, I am, <laughs> we've got to talk about this, guys. We, we, we've got to talk about this because, we're talking about last year's Bills, okay? And, and, and the defense and the offense and who they played. And whether or not it was, you know, legitimate, whether it was fake or, you know, they had an easy cupcake schedule last year. This year's schedule is a lot tougher. Um, it's a lot tougher. But as we approach this season now, there are some players, there are some players that, I think, yo, I'm just gonna say it like this. Matter of fact, just, just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna show you. There are some players, Bills Mafia, that need to put up or shut up. No doubt, there are some players on the defense and offense. But right now, we're gonna talk about the defense that need to put up or shut up. Look, we've been talking about how this defense played against last year against some of these cupcake teams, right? Yo, there are some teams, there's some players right now, as we approach this season, that they've got to come with it this year. They have got to come with it this year. And I want to know in the comments, you guys let me know in the chat, who do you think right now on the Bills defense right now needs to put up or shut up? So let's dive into it. Number one, you know what? I'm going to save the defense for last. I'm going to save the defense for last. Let's talk about the offense, okay? Let's talk about the offense, all right? Because I want to save the best for last. All right, so the offense, players that need to put up or shut up. Put up or shut up. I mean, this is for real. All right, you ready? This brother right here. Zach Moss. Zach Moss. Look, I've, I got to the point last year. There, there was a point last year, guys, where I was like, look, I was ready for him to be cut. Now, and it was weird because, yo, yo, Zach Moss, like he had earlier in the year, and I know this because I picked him up in fantasy. Not even going to lie. He was, he was actually like showing. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Zach Moss is kind of flashing a little bit, you know, especially in the red zone, right? He was actually becoming that guy that we thought he, 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 he always was, right? That, that, that hammer, right? That, 
that that goal line bruiser, the closer, that all that kind of stuff, right? And he was doing pretty good for 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 a short period of time. And then all of a sudden, he just kind of just he just fell off. He just fell off. And when you look at Zach Moss, you look at what he has done over the over over the two years that he's been here with the Bills. In two years, Zach Moss has 208 rushing attempts for 826 yards rushing and eight touchdowns. 826 yards rushing, eight touchdowns, and two years. Okay? When you look at – now, that's his average. You, you say, oh, that's, not, that's not that bad. Yeah, but when you, look, when you look at what he actually did in the, in the years, it's not, it's not really that good. But Zach Moss this year, he has to put up or shut up. I, I, I know – Look, he, he's he, he's entering year three, right? If I'm say, yeah, year three. I get it. Year three, he's still under his rookie contract, but Devin Singletary is now clearly the lead back, okay? Even though Singletary is in the final year of his rookie deal. But then on top of that, to make matters worse, in free agency, the Bills went after J.D. McKissick. We know what happened. I mean, no, it wasn't, it wasn't J.D. McKissick. Who was it? Um. What's that guy's name? I'm having a brain fart. But you know who I'm talking about. His name probably doesn't, doesn't even need, need to be mentioned after what he did. And then they went ahead and got Duke Johnson. They got Duke Johnson in free agency. Okay? That don't say – I mean, what does that say about Zach Moss? I mean, you got, you got Singletary, you got Zach Moss, and then all of a sudden, they, yo, in free agency, yo, they're, they're looking for dudes. So they bring in a guy, Duke Johnson, receiving back. Do you see the type of back that they're looking for? Which ain't really – Zach Moss's forte. And this guy's faster. Okay. But then to make matter, if that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, if that did, if that did not show enough, if that was like the, the, the writing was not on the wall at that point. Brandon Bean goes into the draft and he just doubles down on it. And not round three, like when he drafted Zach Moss and when he drafted Devin Singletary. No, no, no. In round two. Round two, he picks up James Cook. James Cook. So now you look at the running back room. And yeah, you're right. You're right, uh, uh, Jason. I think we also got Blackshear, right? I think so. So now you look at the running back room. We've got Motor, James Cook, Duke Johnson, Zach Moss, Blackshear, and of course, Tywan Jones. But, you know, we, we know he's a special teams. So right there, Zach Moss to me is buried. He's buried behind Motor. He's likely going to be buried behind James Cook, second round draft pick. Duke Johnson, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We'll see what happens in camp. But I mean, he's right there. Three, four. What is that? Zach Moss better put up this year or shut up? He better put up this year or shut up. Even if Motor leaves after this year, being that this is the final year of his contract. Even if he leaves, that does not guarantee that Zach Moss is going to be the new dude. And then that don't mean nothing. He could be gone. He could be cut. We could go with James Cook and another back, right? Zach Moss is. He may have the opportunity this year to really prove himself. Is he going to be worth them keeping next year? This is a season for Zach Moss. He has to put up or shut up. No doubt about it. All right? No doubt. Anybody else agree with me? 
Let me see. Yeah, I've got some. I got some. Yeah, I got some Zach Mosses up in here too. Yeah. All right. So now let's look. Number two. Number two. Cody Ford. You already know, right? You already know. Cody Ford needs to put up or shut up this year. He's another guy. Yeah, my man Bobby, yeah, you said it. Ford, no doubt. No doubt. And look, this is kind of hard because I'm an OU fan. Okay, I'm an OU fan. And so I, 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 you know, I got to rep my, my, my Sooners, right? But when we drafted Cody Ford, I'm not going to lie. I didn't like the pick. I certainly didn't like them trading up for him. I've, I felt like Cody Ford was a guard at best. Um, I think he had the lateral ability, the lateral, the lateral mobility to play right tackle in the NFL. I know he played it in college, but that's Big 12. Okay, <laughs> that's Big 12. That's not that's not the NFL. Okay, and we saw it. We saw it. You know, we saw it when he's with the Bills. We we saw it over the years, right? And granted, Sean McGarry kind of messed it up a little bit here with he's moving around and from right tackle to guard and this and that and the other, and then he got injured. So I get that things happen, and things happen that were unfortunate to Cordy Ford. And then you may be, and then you may could even blame, you know, of the OG, right, uh, Bobby Johnson, who got shipped out. He left. He went to uh to the Giants with Brian Dayball. But still, at some point, you know, a player has to take responsibility, right, for himself. And Cody Ford, man, look, Cody Ford, he just, he has been very, very underwhelming. Extremely underwhelming, especially for a high draft pick. Now, granted, granted, when you look right now, we've got Aaron Cromer that they added, right? I think they're going to be. I think they're going to give Cody Ford the opportunity to really prove himself this year. But how is he going to get on the field? That that's that, that's my question. How is Cody Ford going to get on the field? They re-signed Ryan Bates, right? Played left guard. Now he's he's essentially going to play right guard. Why? Because they went after Roger Saffold, who's starting at left guard. So there are your two starting guards right there. You got Saffold. You've got Ryan Bates. Where's Cody Ford going to get on the field? How is he going to get on the field? Is he going to compete in camp against a guy in Ryan Bates who they just who they just signed? And they're paying him a good a good amount of money, right? I don't see a way Cody Ford gets on the field through competition. I don't think he beats any of them dudes, any of them guys, unless knock on wood, you know, there, there's an injury that happens, right? And then he has to he has to fill in. But how is he going to get on the field in the final year of his deal? But he, regardless, whenever he gets the opportunity, even if his opportunity is in camp, he has to put up. Yo, he has to put up. Absolutely has to put up this year or shut up. Because look, I, I think I think the patience has run thin. Right? I think I think the patience has run thin. And I'm with you. I I, I hear you, John Herring. You know, he says, yo, Ford is a super cheap contract. Yeah. Super cheap contract right now. And he could just be quality depth. If if all he is is a depth offensive lineman, nothing wrong with that. But because he's in the final year of his deal, will he accept that? That's the question. Will he accept that? You know what I'm saying? So, like, 
if the Bills say, you know what, Cody, you know, we want to bring you back, but, you know, we just think that you're going to compete as depth. Who's to say he's going to want to come back? Who's to say that he doesn't think that he's still a starting offensive lineman in this National Football League? So that isn't so. So that's not a guarantee that he's even going to come back. Okay, but regardless, he's got to put up this year, man. He's, he's he he has to. This camp, he's, he he has to show up. He has to show out and prove to this team that he is. We was worth that second round pick at the very least. He's depth. But then on top of that, because when you look at uh, uh, Roger Saffold, he's essentially on a one year deal. So there's really no long term commitment. So. Even past this year, there still could possibly be a hole at guard, which could be filled by Cody Ford if he proves himself this year. Cody Ford has got to put up. He has to put up this year. All right, moving along. Now, I don't, I don't have anybody else that I want to talk about on the offense. Those are really the two guys that I'm thinking about. Does Zach Moss and Cody Ford absolutely have to put up or shut up this year? Okay, but now let's move to the defense. Okay, so let's move to the defense. All right, the Bills defense put up or shut up. Who on the defensive side of the ball? Who on the defensive side of the ball needs to put up or shut up? Well, I'm just gonna tell you. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. John, I mean, we're going back. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me let me go back a little bit here. Um, Jason comes in with Stevenson. Okay. I mean, but what has he really done anyway? You know what I'm saying? Like, he hasn't really been on the field much. He hasn't really contributed much anyway. He was a, a low-round draft pick. So I don't necessarily know how much they're relying upon him anyway. Maybe in, you know, uh, punt return, or the kick, kick return game, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, yeah, he has to put up a shutter, but I, th- I think they can find somebody. I don't necessarily think that he's, he's a guy um, that the Bills are really all too concerned about losing if, if, if he doesn't make the team. You know what I'm saying? I could be wrong. Um, another person, you know, uh, John Herring even says, you know, Hodgins, another guy. He hasn't even seen the field. The, the man hasn't been healthy since he was drafted. But on top of that, like, like even if he's healthy, like, come on, he's he's so far, he's so buried beneath the wide receiver depth, the wide receiver depth chart. I don't even think, even even if he's healthy, I don't even think he cracks the depth chart. I, I think he's still a practice squad guy. So, I mean, put up or shut up. I mean, if he puts up, I mean, what is he? I mean, what is he? What's his ceiling? Like, what is he gonna do? How? What is? Where is he going to contribute? I don't think he's gonna crack the starting lineup. No doubt at all. You know, so. He could find his way on the on the practice squad, healthy or injured, regardless. All right. So now, the defense and put up or shut up. And my man, David Reed, already ahead of me, man, already ahead of me. Look, the defense, without a doubt, is AJ Epinesa. AJ Epinesa to me. Another pick by Brandon Bean that made absolutely no sense to me. And if my man Kev Garrard was here right now, he would be just talking all about Brandon Bean and how he cannot seem to draft defensive linemen to save his life. He can't. I don't know what this dude. I mean, everybody has their, you know, their kryptonite. I mean, not every GM is, is perfect, right? As good as Brandon Bean is, 
everybody has their weaknesses. Maybe this is his weakness, defensive line. He just can't figure it out. So I don't, I don't get it. Um, but so when they when, when they drafted AJ Epinesa, here's a guy, a power defensive end out of the University of Iowa, right? Six what six four, something like that. Two eighty coming out of Iowa, a power DN. It kind of made sense when you look at at Sean McDermott when you look at his his defense and 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 kind of like the like the prototypes because he has like this power defensive end that's like the edge setter right that sets the edge and then he has a you know a bendy pass rusher on the other side right so they drafted this guy I wasn't feeling it there are a couple of guys that I liked and I liked Kyle Duggar and I liked um, Chase Claypool those are the guys that I was really eyeing but we know that you know they all went ahead of Buffalo so. Here, here, here comes Brandon Bean. He drafts AJ Epinesa. I'm like, oh, man, we'll see. I just don't see him being an elite level pass rusher at all. Then he comes in rookie year, right? They made him lose a ton of weight. And he, and he, he lost way too much weight, way too much weight. Comes in looking extremely frail. Could hardly even get on the field his rookie year. Then his second year, he gets his weight back kind of under control. And they're trying to change him to like this, 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 this bendy pass rusher, kind of like in the mold of like a, like a Jerry Hughes guy, like, you know, but, but it doesn't really fit. I just don't know. I don't, I just don't know. Again, I didn't like the pick, but regardless, second round draft pick, AJ Epinesa entering his, his third year and 28 games played two and a half sacks. Let that sit, Mafia. Let that sit. In two years, 28 games played, the former second-round defensive end, A.J. Epinesa, has logged two and a half sacks. What in the world? What in the tomfoolery (laughs) is that? Huh? What is that? That don't make no sense, man. Absolutely no sense. Marlo, I'm with you. John Marlo says, yo, Epinesa is kind of a reach pick, but, you know, what do I know? I mean, Boogie takes it from him. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a reach pick. Like, I, I just don't get it. And he hasn't proved anything. He hasn't proved anything. Nothing. Two and a half. You have two and a half. How do you have a two and a half sacks in two years, man? How does that happen? Two and a half sacks. Oh, my gosh. All right. And then 28, 28 total tackles. Five TFLs. 13 quarterback hits. And he is buried, <laughs> buried on that defensive line. Buried. You've got Groot, right? Greg Rousseau, Vaughn Miller. Okay, you got Boogie Basham. Here's AJ Epinesa. And then you got uh Shaq Lawson coming back. You know what I'm saying? And then you then you've got who else? Who, who else am I missing? Mike Love, is that right? Um, regardless, I feel like I'm missing somebody. But regardless, he he is buried. But this is the year. He has to put up. A, he has to. Like, why are we holding on to him? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why are we holding on to him? I, I don't get it. I don't get it, man. Like, if I, I just don't. I really, I really am at a loss for words for AJ Epinesa. He frustrates me. But maybe I'm getting frustrated at the wrong, at the wrong reason or at the wrong person. Maybe it's not his fault. Maybe it's that that just wasn't a good pick. Okay, this wasn't a good pick, but re- regardless, he has to put up a shut up this year. In 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 
And no doubt, Sean McDermott's heavy rotation across the defensive line, he may find his way on the field, and he has an opportunity to prove himself. He's going to have a opportunity to put up this year or shut up. If he does not, if he has another blank year like he did last year, he's going to get cut. And he may not even make it out of camp. He may not. Okay, he, he may not. So A.J. Epinesa is my guy, number one. Now, number two, and let me get ready. Let me, let, me, let me crack my knuckles. Let me get ready for all the projectiles coming my way. Okay, this is a year for this brother right here to put up or shut up. Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds. No doubt. No doubt. This is the year where Tremaine Edmonds has to prove that he is worth big time money. Especially with the Bills. The Bills kind of like put a guarantee out there. They're like, look, all right, well, we're going to. You know, we, they, they, they picked up his fifth-year option. Now, 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 now the, now the rubber, this is where the rubber meets the road for, Ed, for Edmonds. I get it. He's made a Pro Bowl. I understand that. I'm not saying he's a garbage player. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's, 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 he's pretty good, okay? But, but, he has to show something this year to warrant him getting that long-term contract with the Bills. He has to. A lot of people were saying last year, look, look, the reason why Tremaine Edmonds hasn't been doing, you know, what we all expect out of him was because of the defensive line. You remember, you remember that people talking about that? Yo, oh, it's because they don't have a dominant one tech defensive tackle. It's because Starlo Tulele, you know, wasn't playing well. Right. And then, you know, he, so, so, so uh, that forced um, um, Ed Oliver to be out of position and, and he was taken on double teams and he was, you know, misplaced. And, and then he had, you know, Harrison Phillips, who was doing good last year, but then now he's gone. And so, like, he just never really had a one tech, a real dominant one tech to eat up, you know, double teams and, and, and let him be free, let him be clean. Okay. I get it. There's no excuses this year. Because what did Brandon Bean do? He completely revamped the defensive line. He added an elite pass rusher, future Hall of Famer, and Von Miller. But across the defensive tackle position, Star's gone, right? Harry's gone. You got Ed, but we need some big men. We need them hog mollies. What did Brandon Bean do? He signed Daquan Jones from the Tennessee Titans. Then he added Tim Settle from the Washington Commanders. And then brought back Jordan Phillips. So now, now look. There can be no excuse for Tremaine. Between those three huge hog mollies, Daquan Jones, and he said in, uh, a few days ago in his press conference, he said that he was, somebody asked him, like, like what is his playing weight? What is he weighing right now? He said he was, he's at 320. Big boy. That's a big brother right there. And his playing weight is 320. He played big man. Tim Settle, right? Another big man. Jordan Phillips, we know how big he is, about 330, 340. So now we've got those three guys, between those three guys, playing one tech. If Jermaine Edmonds cannot 
improve this year? I, Mafia, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. I don't know what else to tell you. Is he going to be worth the type of money that he's no doubt going to be commanding? Is he going to be worth it? Should we go ahead and put that money in his hands and sign him long-term? I don't know. I don't know. My man Jason says, yo, Edmonds needs to stop the cross routes and help stop the run. Facts. Facts. There's a lot of things that Edmonds does that a lot of linebackers can't do. Okay? I'm, I'm not poo-pooing on him. I got to give him credit. Not many linebackers stand 6'5", 250, run a 4'5", 40, and, and can drop back in the deep zones like Jermaine Edmonds. Not a lot of them can do it. Very few. Very few. But when things are in front of him, and like you said, you got crossing routes, and he's got to take this guy, and he's got – he's not the most fleet of foot. He's not the most agile of linebackers. He gets caught in the wash a lot in coverage, okay, a lot. And then he still shows the uh, the propensity to overrun run plays, over-pursue run angles. In four years in the National Football League, he's still – Showing it. I don't care what type of one take you have in front of you. There's no reason for you to be over pursuing in four years, right? None, none. But he still does it. He always gets sucked in. So look, look, we. I need to see. I need to see him improve in that area, in that area especially, and then just go downhill and get it. So we'll see. We're, we're going to see. We're going to find out if Edmonds can do it because this, this is a year where he has to put up or shut up. No more excuses. I don't want to hear. Look, I've, I've, I've been critical of him. Okay. But then I've also been like, you know what? Let, let, let me, let me, let me pump the brakes. Let me take it back a little bit. Let me just look at some things and look at, at, at some reasons as to why he possibly may be underwhelming a little bit or maybe underperforming certain expectations of him. All right. But this year, no more excuses. That there can be no more excuses for Tremaine Edmonds this year. He has to do it. Should 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 we sign him? You guys let me know. You guys let me know. Um, look, yo, heard heard in 10. Yo, comes through and says, look, Edmonds missing the instincts. I have said that I don't know how many times. His instincts are lacking. Like, like for me, I just want to see him blow something up. That's it. I just want to see him blow something up. That that's just blow a play up. I don't care. Look, but he just he's kind of he's kind of um what's the word I'm looking for? He's he's hesitant, right? He's hesitant as a linebacker, as a middle linebacker, and you're you're that big, you've got that type of size, you've got that type of ability, and he just kind of he just hesitates for me, too much for me. I want to see him blow something up. We'll see. Hopefully, you know, he's gonna improve this year and he's gonna become the linebacker that, that, that we all think that he can become, right? Uh, Scott Blackley comes through. Let me see what you guys are talking about in the chat. Yo, on the other hand, yo, if, if, if he's just an average linebacker, you know, we can afford a new contract. Uh, he's sufficient. I can't have elite at every position. You're right. We cannot have elite at every position. But does that warrant him getting paid probably, what, top five linebacker money? Right. If, if, if he's sufficient, if he's sufficient and maybe maybe just barely above average. Does that warrant top five dollars? Like, like, I don't know. I don't know. We certainly didn't find anybody in the draft. Right. 
Um, I mean, we got Bernard, the rookie, but, you know, I mean, how much can you really expect out of a rookie to take over the realm? Of, I mean, to take the helm, you know what I'm saying, a middle linebacker. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I think I think Bean is, you know, I think they kind of already want, want to sign him. I think, I, you know, otherwise they probably would have drafted his replacement. But I could be wrong. But that's that, that's 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 what I'm thinking, guys. You guys let me know um, in the chat, you know, what you guys think. But I'm looking at A.J. Epinesa, no doubt. A.J. Epinesa, no doubt about it. And then Jermaine Edmonds. Anybody else? You guys let me know. Anybody else? Did I miss anybody on the defensive side of the ball that um, needs to put up or shut up this year? Because when I go across the D-line, I mean, Groot, I mean, he's second year, right? Boogie Basham, second year. You got you to give those guys time, right, to develop. Von Miller, he's already proved himself. Ed Oliver, I don't even, I wouldn't even bring up Ed Oliver. I don't think he needs to put up a shut up at all. I think, I think Ed Oliver uh, uh, came through last year and showed, yo, this dude is, he's, he's, he's legit. He, he's, he's legit. Oliver is right. Oliver is this dude right here. Oliver's a beast. He is a beast. And we saw what he could do when he has competent play beside him, right? We know he's an undersized defensive tackle. He's a three tech, right? But he, he, he explodes off the ball. He is the first D lineman off the ball, extremely fast and quick and agile. He is a dog, all right? And when, when Harrison Phillips was back healthy last year, we saw what Ed Oliver could do, okay? So I, I fully expect Ed Oliver to take another step forward this year, especially when you add Daquan Jones and, and, uh, and Tim Settle and Jordan Phillips, and then you got, you got Vaughn Miller, man. Look, I think Ed Oliver is going to show out this year. Okay, so that's why I didn't put him on here. I, I don't. I, don't th I think he's already kind of proved himself that he's worth it. I mean, they picked up his fifth year option, right? So I'm saying so. So like, look, they they love what they have in Ed Oliver, and I can't wait to see what he does going forward. All right, Biz Mafia. So look, that um, that's gonna do it, man. That is gonna do it uh, for a first install premiere edition of rated rev on thursday night live look mafia guys look i am so thrilled to be back in the saddle doing what i love to do with you guys the best fans in the world bar none the absolute best fans in the world bar none uh, the mafia get ready for uh, for for a crazy ride i know i came on and i i know it may have seemed like i was like like poo-pooing on the bills and, and everything like that. Look, I just want us to be kind of sober-minded, okay? This year is going to be challenging, no doubt. I think it's going to be a challenging year for us. But are we up for the task? Are we up for the challenge? You got that right. Absolutely, the Buffalo Bills are up for the challenge. And while I'm talking about these other teams that the Bills have to watch out for, look, these teams have to watch out for us too, okay? Make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. The Bills are one of the top dogs in the NFL. One of the top dogs in the NFL. Okay. And so it's going to be a phenomenal year. It's going to be an exciting year. Get your popcorn ready, all that. I can't wait for kickoff, man. I like, can we start the season already? <laughs> can we start? Can we start? The, is can week one be tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that, that's all I want to know is can week one be tomorrow? I'm ready. I'm ready. But guys, trust the process, right? <laughs> I had to say that because we're getting into the, these are the dog 
time, bro. This, this is this is the off season right now, man. We get camp on the horizon. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. So be here with us. Be here with the fanatics for the long haul. We're gonna be guaranteed to put down a whole lot of heat. A whole lot of action is coming through. Thank you guys. Thank everybody who was who was uh, participating in the in the chat in the comments. Thanks to everybody who donated in super chats. Your much love for all of the support. I really, really, really appreciate you guys. And I'm excited. I can't wait to be here with you guys again next week. But guess what? This is what, this is what we're going to do. This is what you can expect. Rated Rev Thursday night live right here on the Buffalo Fanatics YouTube channel at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shout out to you guys, man. I love you guys so very much. Yo, yo, season beast, man. To God be the glory, man. You know what I'm saying? No doubt about it. I am back. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Walter Scales. Great show. As expected, you killed it. I appreciate you guys, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. So, look, you guys, as we head out, hey, it's a crazy world. Some things are happening, right? You know what I'm saying? But make sure, make sure in everything that we do, make sure you guys turn love on, man. Okay? Turn love on always. Okay? There's a lot going on in this in, in this world, man. And if we can just shine the light of true love, man, I think we can do amazing things. Amazing things. All right? So that is my time. Bills Mafia, Buffalo Fanatics, do me this favor. Do me this favor, if you will. If you enjoyed this show, yo, like, smash that like, right? Comment in the in the conversation right now, and even in the conversation of the video, share it, subscribe to the Buffalo Fanatics YouTube channel, okay? But you know how we do it, and you know how I do it. And as always, guys, grace and peace. God bless. And go, Bills. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. 
So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.